at least a month. Because like, like for me, like when yeah. I have alt with somebody, it takes me a while because I either like I let the emotion roll over, I let the emotion go on first. And so I end up talking to him, and he basically said he never said it. Now, now, I know my friend, and I know he's one of the most faithful spiritual guys that I know. So I, I, I don't know. I know he, if he was alive about something like that, I know he wouldn't. But it was just kind of funny when I had a meeting with him. He, the first thing he started saying, "You race, you call our church racist about this whole post. Called your church racist, which is this supposed to be resolved, and it's still being insinuated that I called the church racist." And said, and and one of the things that really upset me, that really bugged me, was he said, "You know, you can't handle criticism." He said that. You know, if you had a father figure in the home, you would be able to handle criticism a lot more. I felt that was a, a punch at my mother because so highly y'all talk so high about my mother. But then when something like this happens or I have a disagreement, y'all want to sit there and use the first thing y'all use is me not having a father figure in my home. And I felt like that was degrading my mother in some way. And, you know, I took a, I took a very offense to that. One thing don't, that you do not do is talk down about my family. Don't degrade my family. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk about my character. You can talk however you want to. But don't degrade my mother. Don't do that. That woman, y'all know my mother. Y'all know she, she when when we were younger, she raised us. When she started walking with a cane, she raised us. When she started walking with a walker, she raised us. And when she was in a wheelchair, she raised us. And then when she became better, and she started teaching me everything that I need to know, how to pay bills, how to take care of her, how to take care of the, uh, the electricity, how to take care of the house. And she taught me all that. So, so don't, so, so don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't degrade my mother like that. And, but he did. And basically hung me owing money to the college, which I'm going to be honest, I owe money to the college, which I'm trying to work on paying it off, but I don't know how I'm going to pay it off because this is when you're going to find out. <laughs> but I uh, hung that over my head and basically and then, and then encouraged me to go back after doing my own money. <laughs> so I'm just saying like that's, that's that's the detail of, you know, Kind of a money game in a way. You can call that controversial or whatever, but it sounds like it. But let's go back to the where I was at. So where was that? I ain't gonna lie to remember. I think I was at Y'all, it's one AM, so please bear with us. Yeah. It's one o'clock in the morning. So I think I was at Oh yeah, going back to the spot. Okay, so basically <clears throat> Yeah, we were at. So basically, he. So I, I'm going off on the guy and stuff like that. And I said, I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not cool with you no more. I'm done. Cause like I said, I take friendship serious. When you stab me in the back, it's like that's 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 a two. That's a go to. That's a big no no for me. Don't don't do that. If you go, if you have a problem with me, tell me and stuff like that. And that, don't get me wrong. Now there were some things that I'd done to him that I felt that. Um, that I could have done better, and I felt like if I wanted loyalty from from him, I should have been loyal to him in some way. That I felt like I did neglect, and I, I will admit to that I did neglect in that. But I was so heated, and I just remember him saying, "If you have all with me, come to me soon as possible." I'm thinking, "You want me soon as possible? I'm coming soon as possible." And so that's why I just went off a snap. So then, after that, I believe was this the next day. 
Yeah, very, very next day. Very next day, the same guy that hung ministry on my head, who led me to Christ, is now going up to people. And this is where it leads to you. This is where it gets messy. And this is also where it gets very familiar for me, at least. Very familiar for me. Um, I had found out that very next day that Monday, I had found out that uh, the guy we talked about this whole time, um, he made he made a phone call to um, to somebody I love um, very deeply. Um, they've been nothing but good to me. They. They have done nothing but support me uh, even through my worst times. But they've they've done they've done a lot for me. They mean a lot to me. And he, uh, you know, he made a phone call, and let's just say he said some stuff. He said some stuff about me uh, to to them, and you know, just. I'm trying my best to stay to stay calm. You feel y'all? Y'all can see that tears coming down. <laughs> Cause no, like for real, that 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 person that he called means a lot to me. Uh, they mean a they they mean a lot to me. Um, but you know, he, he said some stuff about me, and you know, he says about my character, and you know, I was I was I was I was upset, man. Cause like I, I told you earlier, bro, if I if I'm scared of them family, bro, don't don't do that. Don't try to get between me and my family, bro. Don't do it, cause I promise you, I'm. If if I could, boy, I, I move, I move heaven and earth for my family. You know, and for him to make that phone call and and talk bad about me to him, I was upset. I was boy, I was hot. But I learned from the last time. I didn't text him. I didn't say nothing. I just I called Isaiah. Ran into Isaiah. I called my sister, talked to my sister. Cause I talked to somebody before I talked to him. Cause if I talked to him, it wasn't gonna end well. And you know, you know, he just the fact he made that phone call and talked behind my back about things he never came to me man to man about. Things he never applied that verse he loved so much about. You know, if I would have brother, he never came to me about any of that. You know, then he then he also brought up Isaiah and why? It's just he do, you just, want, do you want to go in detail or? I'm trying to keep it as vague as possible. Because if I go into detail, I'm going to get upset. Well, if you want, because I'll plan on going into detail about what was said. Because I, I really want to choose. Well, out. you can. Go ahead. Well, from what I do know, and I actually, uh, when James told me, he said that pretty much to a, to a family member inside, that, inside my former church, he told him that. Uh, I'm not going to even get on James' detail of his situation. You know, I don't feel like that's my call to say uh, that's him if he wants to say it or not. Um, but from what, what he said about me to the family, he said that I'm going to take them out of church and lead them a different direction. I'm going to destroy their family. Just these major accusations that just comes off very, very um, false accusations, just full moon lies. And uh, and said that, 
said a couple things about James and yeah, you can go ahead and say it. Said that James was living off of them and and he he just feeding off you uh, off of you and you should not let him stay there. Just saying stuff like that and it's just very rude. And then it gets it gets more. He started doing stuff to me. He started going calling people that I associate with and start telling them, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know you ought to revitalize your friendship. Well, during that week while he was doing that, little did I know there was a message preached Sunday night. And from what I know, the message went good until it hit social media. He, the pastor started talking about social media and talking about you shouldn't backbite, you should have gossiped and stuff like that. While yet again, his staff member is doing the same exact thing. He's literally gossiping. Yeah. He, he did it right after the yeah. sermon. That's the and worst then, part. And plus on top of that, lying on top of that too. Now, hold on, I'm going to say something. I'm, I'm going to go back. Because as y'all saw, I had a little tear. <laughs> like, like, real, like, that's, that's how much uh, they mean to me, bro. I don't. That's, uh, yeah. They, they mean a lot to me. They, you know, and for him to sit there, you know, and say that, you feel me? To just to, to speak about me, tell them they offer them and so on and so forth. You know, uh I was very upset about that. Why? Because I take care of my family. And I love I love that person for death. You feel me? Because they 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 have, I'm not gonna lie, they've taken care of me. Well, I take care of my family. But you, you sit there and say that I'm a moocher, I'm I'm living off of them and this and this and so on and so forth. Do you need to see my bank statements? I take care of my family. Somebody they take care of their family. Somebody take care of your family. If you just speak down on me, that upsets me. Because I take care of my family. My family got food on the table. My rent is paid. Light bills paid. Insurance paid by me. You feel me? And for him to sit there and, and say it about me, and you never came up to me one time and said a word to me about that, that bothers me. That bothers me. And then, you know, just to, to even try to insinuate in any way, and I'm mooch or anything like that that bothered me because little did he know, but you know, he wouldn't know because he didn't come to me like a man. Um, at that point in time, let me put it like this the way, the way, uh, I get paid, how much I get paid a month and how much of my bills come a month, I don't have much money left over. Money I do have left over, I put into savings and well, don't go into savings. I usually just use spend time with my friends, which is basically at that point was every week. I'm gonna get my phone real quick. No, you're good. If, if he would have came to me, he would have known that at that point in time, I was actually applying to multiple jobs, trying to get a second job so I can A, save for college, and B, help out around the house. But you know, he wouldn't know that because he's speaking about he's speaking about things he don't know nothing about. And you know, I just want to put that out there for y'all can know. I want y'all to know. I take care of minds. You feel me? Ain't it for nobody. I take care of minds. And you know, for him to even say something like that, it, it did upset me. Because I know I don't take anything they do they do for me for granted whatsoever. Yeah. I'm eternally grateful for that. And for you to sit there and say that and try to insinuate that is it's just hurtful. When you could have came in like a man and said something to my face, but you didn't. You went behind my back. So that's all I had to say about that. Go ahead, Isaiah. Well, so then after he called me about what he said about me, I text him. And this is what I text him. Because like I said, I'm going to give the full honest God truth. I'm going to tell what I did wrong and what they did wrong. Okay? I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. Okay? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be an honest man. You know, I'm trying to be a man of my word. And, I, and just to let you know, 
I did text this same guy that's sitting here just doing this mess. I texted him before I even met, before we even made mm-hmm. it. I told him like, we were going to do this. He texted him too. So he knows that we're doing this right now. So there's no sugarcoating. There's no beating around the bush about it. We, we tell the full truth. And I'm going to go all the way back to what I said when I found out about what he was doing. I said, you can try to take my friends. You can try to destroy my reputation. But one thing you will never take is the love of God in my life. You can, So you can keep trying all you want, but it will never work. That's what I said. And then I gave him a post that I posted on social media that y'all probably have seen who has who followed me on social media. I said, a gospel of a fool, when a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you. The misinformation will seem unfair, but stay above it. Trusting other people will see the truth just like you did. And I said, Proverbs 16, verse 28, Ephesians 4, verse 29, Proverbs 10, verse 18. Okay, and then I called him a wolf in sheep closing. Because that's how I see it. A wolf in sheep clothing. When you do stuff like this, you're a wolf in sheep clothing. Look, when I poke when I when I talk about sensitive controversial stuff, I don't I don't do it behind clothes though. No, no, no. I post it. And, and when I when I post about controversial stuff and sin stuff that, that that's not really talked about, I post it. So you can call me a coward, you can call me uh, a weak, but I post it. I make it known. I don't go behind people back and and make fabricated stories and lie on people's names. I don't do that. Not one bit. So after I said that, and this is where it really irritated me, because he lied. He lied. He said this. Let me make sure his name not in it. He said, Isaiah, I love you in Christ. I still pray for you. When you left, I told people you did it the right way. Which that is true. He yeah, did tell true. people, yeah, because yeah, I did talk to those people. And he did say I did it the right way. Because we did leave off on good terms. Like I said, we left off on good terms. He did now he did do that. And uh he said, I have not I have said nothing online or to others to tear you down. Whatever is upsetting you, I will pray for you. So he lied. He lied. Got information from him. But not just that. I got information from other people that called me and said, hey, you know, because I told I called them. I said, hey, has he talked to y'all again? Has he called y'all? Because it, because after knowing that he did that, I was making sure, like, is he going to call y'all and stuff? And they end up telling me, like, yeah, he called. And, and, and he did not say my name this time. But he insinuated that they should pick better friends. The same thing here, man. Isaiah about doing. Come on, Isaiah. Can't you know? Can we come on here? You know, and we talk about. Uh, we're talking about our experiences. Of course, we didn't say any names. He would get upset and say that people have common sense on who we're talking about. So use that same. Keep the same energy, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Keep that same energy. You so basically he, did what you got mad at him for doing. That's exactly. Hypocritical. Exactly. And so he was insinuating that. They should pick better friends. They should pick and choose who's like you know. They should like they should read like you know. What's the word? Re, re, uh, reevaluate. Reevaluate their friends, and yeah, I'm just trying to make tell you you got to be careful. Acting like we in like we a danger to them. Like we're gonna hurt them. Like we're gonna lead them down the wrong path. Trust me. I, like I said, I I do not promote people leaving church because I left. I said it on the video. I said that's one thing I don't ever do. If you're leaving because I left. Then, to be honest with you, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're getting, if you're leaving because of me, you're wrong. You leave whenever God call, tells you leave, or when you have conviction that it's time for you to go. That's when you leave. 
And plus, I talked to him before I left, too. So if you leave me because of, look, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Just making it clear, you're wrong. I, I would never promote anybody leaving a church. I would never promote. I would. I would never promote for somebody to leave. Uh, uh, I, the only thing. The only thing. If they. If they tell me that they want to leave, I tell them. Did you pray about it? Did you think about it? Did, did you pray hard about it? Did you ask God where you want you to go? Look, God put me, uh, gave me this direction to step out by faith. Not step out by faith. And look, the outcome came, got me a good, uh, found me a church that I'm attending. I'm not a member of. And that's another thing. For them to sit there and lie and lie and say, I'm going to take somebody out of church, knowing darn well I've only been attending. They don't know, but I know darn well I've only been attending two or three times that I'm not even a member. And you and see when I'm going to take somebody out of church? Like what? What? Like, are you serious? And wait, and, and and here's the thing: he made his round calls, calling everybody I associated with. He called everybody that went out to eat with me that Sunday. Everybody. Now those. Now, now I'm just gonna say this: for everybody else, I don't know who else he he messaged or called and stuff like that. But that was fully flat out unbiblical. For someone to talk about Matthew 18 and then do stuff like this, that 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 show what type of guy these uh, what type of guy he is. I don't know who promoted it. I don't know if the form pastor. I don't know, but all I know that stuff went around and it, he was making his round calls. So after he said that, I said, I said, I know what you said. And then I blanked. I I'm not gonna say the person's name. I said I'm not stupid. Meaning, I was saying, I know who you who you talk to. I'm not stupid. I said, do y'all really? And this why I said, do y'all really think I'm gonna try to hurt y'all? I said, I, I, if I wanted to, if I wanted to, I would have said y'all name and the church name and would have told everything that y'all said and did. But no, I didn't. I believe I have liberty to tell my story. All y'all about is y'all self righteous pride. Maybe y'all should look in the mirror. You can y'all can blackball me in ministry, but I will go preach on the street for all I care. I still love God and the Bible too, and found a good church that is a I and that is real and is IFB. Wish y'all the best on your journey of destroying me, and don't pray for me. I I have real people that pray for me, and the reason why I said that because here's the thing. Ever since I left, I left on good terms, right? All right, James, I left on good terms. Mm -hmm. So when I left, they don't control me no more. They can't hang anything on my head. They can't say anything over. Like they can't. They can't hang nothing on my head. Nothing. Nothing because I'm not associated with them no more. So the best thing they can do is miss. Is go around, and so the best thing they can do to hurt me is go around and lie on my name. And, and here's the thing: if this do come and, and, and this end up on Sunday, on on Sunday morning, or be preached behind the pulpit, and I'm gonna get into that. But if it gets preached behind the pulpit and it's called live, I got factual several. I got firsthand information that this was said and done. So there's no sugarcoating it. There's no beating around the bush about it. It was said and it was done. And he started still to sit here. And the reason why he was probably texting like that. Because he know I screenshot my stuff. So he would go, of course, he's going to sit there and lie. And beat around the bush about it. 
So, um, so after that, let's get back to your story because this leads back to. Oh yeah. So hold on, hold on, no, no, no. We gotta wait because like we didn't get there yet. So then, after I getting calls and stuff. Um, after James tells me, after I'm getting, after I'm calling people and asking them, hey, did they talk to you yet and stuff like that? Some of them say yes, he talking and said they didn't like say your name, but they insinuated and they knew who they who you were, who they were talking about. They knew who the, who they were talking about, like they knew what they were saying, and so they knew who they were referring to, and so um, eventually, uh, James, we're sitting in the car doing DoorDash again, I believe. Probably, yeah. Yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing. I work and then I got off work and then I go to DoorDash make side hustle money. So, after that, James shows me the message from Sunday night. And look, I'm in good spirits. I'm happy. I'm like, man, I can't wait to go to church Wednesday. I praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm living good. I'm doing fine. Even though I'm hearing about the, the lies on my name, I ain't pleased about it, but I'm still, you know, I'm still chilling. I'm still happy. Until he showed me that message on holiness. The message was good at first until it got to social media. And started talking about backbiting and and gossiping, which he <laughs> the leadership was doing gossiping and going making round round calls to members. And making false accusations on my name, um, saying backbiting and stuff like that. But then it gets better. Then had the audacity to say, "People that left the church." This is when I knew it was referring to me, and he knew everything that was going on. Because when he said that, that's when I knew. Oh, this is a personal attack. This is a personal attack. People that left the church, you ought to defriend them. You ought to not associate with them no more. And they don't love God, they don't love the Bible, and they sure enough don't love the church. And they're going to despise what we do. Let me tell you what I do despise about y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you what I do despise. I despise racism. I despise cover-ups. And I definitely despise lordship like it was done Sunday night. This is what they do. This is how stuff is handled. If you handle stuff like this, and it's kind of funny because... He said he don't browbeat, but yet again, he did. That was a personal attack. So now I know why it felt kind of weird walking inside that foyer. Because I didn't know what was preached. I didn't know until a couple of days later. And that's where I kind of knew at that point, I'm like, after I noticed then, I started putting two together. And I wonder why so many people were kind of distant from me. I wonder why people didn't like, you know, look at me. And the doggone shame is that some of y'all were saying amen about it. Y'all don't see it? Y'all see the control? <laughs> like, it's aware. It's obvious. So the doggone shame. So then, heading down by, I believe, Wednesday? Yeah, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, so after he's making his round calls, and I told him can he continue to make his round calls and stuff like that. He told me he said he wants to have a meeting. But with it was Tuesday. He told me about oh, Tuesday. Yeah, said, we need needed one of us. Yeah, matter of fact, let me let me read let me read what it said. Read what it said. I already told y'all about <coughs> him and his wife. My his wife went back and forth and stuff. Um, but basically, he told me he said I need to meet with you briefly. What time can you come 
this afternoon or tomorrow morning. Now, I got the exact same text. Yeah, he got the same, exact same text. Now, now, I'm just going to say this. And the reason why I, <laughs> I did, look, here, here's the thing. You don't control me. You ain't going to tell me what time you need to meet with me. Look, I'm busy. You ain't, and look, I work morning all the way to the afternoon. So, you don't tell me when you can meet. If you want to meet, you're going to meet on my time. You you ask me when hey when is the best time you, we can meet? Don't don't try to put time where you where you want me to meet you at. I ain't doing that. Yeah, look, I don't you don't control me no more. You don't you don't run me. You don't do none of that. So don't don't do that. So this is what I said. I said why we need to meet. <laughs> Once again, ask the question. <laughs> why we need to meet? I said why we need to meet. I said I said I made my peace. Gladly declined. So I declined. And then the next day, he sends me a message, a voice message. And awfully on iPhone, it texts you yeah. the message, which I think that's pretty cool. You know, you don't see that with Android. Um, he basically talks about how the way he feels like I'm still, and this is how I knew it was sort of coached, how the way he was talking. Because I knew somebody else was in the room because he just had done, got done with a meeting with James, which I'm letting James talk about that. But he talked about um, saying how the way uh, the Russian and the AIM, basically, I'm just going to, he said, it's at the party and message. This is blank. It is Wednesday morning. I just, uh, it's ju uh, this is Wednesday morning, just around 10 o'clock of, I've tried to set up a meeting with you and I know you refuse. When you left the church, you should. You said that you were, you were going to leave quietly, which I never said that I was going to leave quietly. If they meant me leaving quiet by not still making uh, making a podcast, I don't get what they meant by leave quietly. Because uh, I did. I only went and told the people that uh, I, the people that were under me and when I was in ministry, and the people that were close to me. And that was it. And I left. I said I left off on good terms, so I don't get what he meant by I leave quietly and stuff since then. I know you continue to post things on public forum, which that's a bald-faced lie because the past month, if like I said, you've seen a shift in my my social media. Have you not? Yeah. It, it had not really been anything. It's been controversy here and there, but other than that, I left that and been saying a lot of positive stuff. Why? Because I'm in a positive environment now. I'm not toxic anymore. And so, um, he uh, he said, I know you continue to make uh, to post things on public forum, which he might be talking about the podcast once again, because he watched the podcast supposedly. And, you know, for a guy that, I'm not even going to say it, because it's going to be a low blow. Uh, a public forum that were detrimental uh, opposite to our direction and aim at the church and the leadership now if you're talking about the lordship one i don't i think i have your right to tell my experience so you know if you get offended by that and you know about it and you're getting offended then what did you say something about the actions of um well I, i'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm update it based on i, I talked to some family member and uh, i put it like this is um I'm just gonna, I'm gonna speak for me, and he can second if he wants to. But how I feel about that is, you know, on that Lordship podcast, uh, all we did was talk about our experiences at the church. That was it. Nothing else. We didn't tag nobody. Nothing. We talked about our experiences at the church. It's literally what we did. 
And I, I was speaking to a family member, and they told me, they said, look at it like this. They said, Ty, I want you to explain it to them. They can understand. I explained what happened to me at the church. I explained my experiences at the church, what I spoke about. That's it. So you listened and you heard my experience. The only way my experience can hurt the church is if you knew it was bad, my experience. You knew what I experienced was wrong. That's why you said it, it hurts the church because what happened was wrong. That's not on me because that's my experience. So basically, I didn't, I didn't hurt the church. He didn't hurt the church. Whoever committed the actions that were wrong hurt the church. No, that's, okay. that's basically what I said. Um, he said detrimental on the opposite direction and aim at the church in the leadership. Uh, he said, um, <laughs> I'm reading everything he said. Um, to, uh, um, you have sent me several accusations, which you did not accusation. They're actually truthful facts that you did what you did. But see, once again, the reason why he's saying it like this, because he has somebody in the background listening to what he was saying. He had a second man in there and he was not going to be honest. And I, James, I want you to uh, talk about when you confronted him about it. But uh, let me finish this. He said, you have sent me several accusations, none of which were true via text message. Uh, I know you came, you've been coming back to pick up some more singles. Uh, after which he, why do you have to say singles? You could have just said friends, you know, because they're friends. They're good friends. They're real friends, but okay. Singles after church service. Brother, I know uh, you have a very, uh, you are very outspoken against our church, which is how am I very outspoken against the church? When I tell, when I tell my experience on the podcast, I, I don't get, you know, it, if it happened, it happened. You shouldn't get so offended by it. Better yet, you should really start trying to overlook and start trying to see what can y'all do to fix that situation as you do better than not to do the same thing that you did to somebody else. That would have been the best thing to approach it um, against our church. Our leadership in the direction we're moving, preacher, uh, and I have done a lot of thinking and a lot of praying. And as of right now, you're no longer allowed on property. That includes between, before, after service. You don't need to be on pro church property for any reason. We still love you. <laughs> You call love when you're going around making your round calls. That's love, really? And you're lying on my name. That's love? That's love. That sounds like you got a grudge and you're holding stuff against me. Um, I will still pray for you, which, like I said, don't pray for me, man. Don't pray. I'm going to tell you, don't pray for me. Don't pray for me. Because if you if you truly respected and you truly respected me, you would have, and the stuff you were doing, you would have came to me and said it to my face, but you didn't. You went behind my back and started making round calls to the people that I associate with to try to hurt me. That's not love. And um, we he said, uh, I pray for you. And if you have a pre-request, you can call me, but you are no longer allowed on property. And if you have any questions, you can call me directly goodbye. And so then I said this, and then like I said, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be blunt, and this is Petty Isaiah here. I put laughing emotions. I knew. Because me and James, we were talking. When I when we hear all this stuff going on, I said, man, I said, they already, I said, they can't control me. I said, I left the church. I said, what else are they going to do? <laughs> Ban me from property? 
they won't give me nothing to say that. Baby for property, like that, that's the only thing they can do now at this point. It's baby for property, and then go around and spread accusation lies, legit lies on my name. That's the only thing they can do. And so I said, I knew I wasn't planning on coming back anyway because this was after I heard what that former pastor said behind the pulpit. And when I saw that, I'm gonna be honest, guy, I gotta stop right here. When I saw that, James can tell you, I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. I was in awe that I heard that was said behind the pulpit. For somebody to say that, that they condemn on social media, but yet it didn't condemn me to saying that you ought to disassociate yourself. And I'm, I'm just going to be honest here. My former pastor background was in a legalistic, a legalistic background. Very legalistic. And then to do something like this, Just saying. I said, I said, I wasn't planning on coming back anyway. That's the best you got. Keep making your round calls about me, insinuating that I'm going to take them from the church. I said, you are all liars. Tell Pastor a good job on that holiness sermon. Tell him to be, I said, be holy and live by what he preached. Goodbye. That's what I said. The next day, and that's when I started praying about, because my girlfriend was telling me, Baby, you need to tell your story. Because if you don't tell your story, people are just going to see it one-sided and just going to see it as if, like, you're lying, as if that you're you're basically sitting here not telling the truth and, and all that stuff. You need to tell your story. And I said, no. I said, I'm not stooping down to the level. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that stuff. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, am I really stooping down to that level? If I give the full honest God honest truth, give what I done wrong, give what they done wrong, then I ain't stooping down to the level. Because stooping down to the level would have been me lying on their name. This is not lying on their name. I'm giving y'all legit facts of what said, what I said, and what they said. Point blank, period. And so the next day, no, it wasn't the next day. Was it the next day, Jane? Um, it was Thursday. Thursday? So it was the next day. Yeah, so it was yesterday. Yesterday. I said, and this is where I made my my text. It said, I said, uh, and we're going to break this into three parts. All right, two parts maybe. I said, this will be the last time I will ever text you and reply to you. I will not, and I will, hold on, let me restart that. This is what I said to him. This, and he cast a message. I screenshot it. Like I said, I keep my receipts. I, I, like I said, I keep my receipts. So if you're going to lie, I'll pull out the receipts and I'll show them. Don't lie. Don't lie. Because I sent it to you. You got it. You probably deleted it because you don't want nobody else to know what you did. But it's coming out. It's going to come public. This will be the last time I will ever text you. And if you reply, I will not answer. But I want to make this clear. Uh, I want to make it clear. I will be making a podcast episode about what happened and how you lied and went in, around insinuating members of the church that disassociate themselves from me. Also, I want to make it make this clear. You may think these are accusations against your name, but they're not. I have I have had several people give me firsthand confirmation. Firsthand confirmation. I, I didn't go around in a second. Firsthand confirmation. Firsthand confirmation. First-hand confirmation that you did this. I want to make this clear and very clear. I do not hate you. I do not hate the church. And I do not hate the pastor. 
I still love y'all, but I will not deal with the lies that have been put on my name just because y'all can't handle the truth of what happened. The stuff y'all got offended about on that last episode of Lordship is <coughs> sorry. On Lordship is the same exact stuff you are doing now. You are proving exactly what I have been talking about. I want to also make this clear. I would not be saying y'all's name or the church name as much as you think by me even not saying the church name or y'all's name is still hurting the cause of Christ. Y'all's action to people such as me has hurt the cause of Christ. I will I'll be saying the full truth and nothing but the truth. I will be telling what I have done wrong and what and I'll be telling what y'all have done wrong. Now did I did I read this text message before we got on this podcast? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember either because it's already been like almost three hours. Okay, so that's what I said, and that was it. So that's my side of the story of what happened. Now I'm gonna give it back to James, so James can tell his side and what was said to him in person, and also he can uh, give his last say. So and then I'll give my solutions and I'll give my whole outlook on this whole situation. Um. So. At first, I, I did not know that was like I got a text message. I got a text message. I was like, and I, and I ain't gonna lie, I did read the text message soon. I got it. And I looked at it, and I was just like, no. The last time I went to meeting with you, it didn't go well. I ain't going to this one. Especially because especially at this point, I already know what you said about me. Like, we ain't got nothing to talk about. So, I, I, I looked at it, and I was like, whatever. whatever. I'm just I'm not gonna reply to that. But then finally, I replied like seven o'clock. It's about four hours after he sent it, I replied, and I was just like, "Yeah, I can do it." The morning he said ten, I said okay. Now at this point, I still did not know. I think I had the same message. Yeah, Isaiah. He sent me a screenshot of his message to me, and I saw it, and I said, <laughs> "I said, oh, I got kicked out." Point blank, I'm not stupid. He ain't in church no more. So why do I go to the same meeting? I got kicked out with him. That's it. That's it. That's like that's literally it. That's the only, only thing it could be. Well, to be honest with you, I well, don't think not, our meeting our meeting was not going to be the same because once again, no, it was. You know what? You know what I'm saying? That because the timestamp of the message, it was like three o five or something. My message was sent at three o seven. Oh, they were sent back to back. It was exact. The exact same message, copy paste. Oh, I didn't know that. And so I was just like, well, I got kicked out. And so, whatever. I woke up that Wednesday morning. I told my homeboy, hey, look, run me up to the church. I go up here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I went, I, you know, I'm at the church. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for him. I text him, hey, I'm here, whatever. He shows up with uh, another man in the church, a uh, man I respect a lot, whatever. And, you know, he had a little piece of paper in his hand. He was like, uh, I wrote it down. What else things? I think it's just easy to read the paper. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like I said, my mind, I already know where this is going, so I wasn't too surprised when he said, uh, he first he started off, he said, you know, last few months, we had a conversation. I said, yeah, we had our two means or whatever. And then he was like, you know, uh, you've had problems with authorities, plural here. And I was like, authorities? No, I haven't. I've had a problem with you. Not authorities, just you. Like you're the only person I've talked to in an authority position. It's literally been you. Like there, there hasn't been authorities. It's been authority, and he just said it again. And then he mentioned a random, like mentioned one of the people in our church. 
and like you said the man's name, and I'm just like, what? I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't even speak to that man like that. We say hello to each other. That's about that's about it. So I I was lost on why his name even came up. I was so confused. I was just like, okay, well he just rolled past it. Like I didn't say nothing. And he just rolled past, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then finally he reached the point. He was like, you know, I just we just feel like me and Pastor pray a lot about this. Uh, we feel like you're going a different direction than what the church is going. And you know, uh, you associated with Isaiah, who's very vocal about his disagreement with the church. Now, I don't know if that's exactly what he phrased it, but basically he was saying, Isaiah, now he didn't say Isaiah was vocal about something. He was at odds with the church. I forgot how exactly he phrased it, but basically uh, Isaiah was disagreeing with the church. I'm just like, once again, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> like, bro, like, I just can't. Like, for real, like, like, in my head, I'm just like, I'll get a kid because Isaiah. Because you ain't got nothing against me. I've done nothing. I've literally done nothing. I came on here, taught my experiences. I had two meetings with you, and that was it. Like, I haven't done anything to get kicked out. But, um, you know, basically, I care for Isaiah. So, that's fun. Um, and then, you know, he said, you know, you can't come back on property before it serves, after it blah, blah. So on and so forth. And I'm just like, okay, I didn't, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't care too much. Um, like I said, my heart, I, my heart already out the door. So when he said it, it wasn't a big deal. It was more of a relief than anything. Um, I mean, I'm gonna read something my friends, one of my, one of my good friends sent me. And when, when I saw this, man, everything just clicked into place. She sent me uh, something that says, sometimes God closes doors because it's time to move forward. He knows you won't move unless your circumstances force you. Trust the transition. God's got you. That's the same. And when I read that, it's like something just clicked. Mm. You know, something like literally, it, it really clicked in my head. Because like I said, my heart's been out of the church. I was kind of just there. And I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was afraid to move on. Like, if it can't work here, it ain't gonna work nowhere. Yeah. But you know, once he said it, I would just relieve. Like, okay, now I have like it was. It's a, I don't know if you ever had a situation where you had to do, you had to make a choice that you didn't want to make, but something happens that makes the choice for you. Mm. Basically, I felt like okay, the choice is made for me. Good, because I couldn't make it. I couldn't bring myself to do it, but y'all forced my hand. So thank you. Um. And then after that, I said, cool, whatever. I want to get right to the nitty gritty. Cause I'm looking you in the face like a man. And I straight up asked him. I said, look, I know, I know you made the phone call to blank. My question is why? What do you gain from making that phone call? And he's like, I haven't made any phone calls. I was like, I just told you. <laughs> and so I asked him again. I was like, bro, like, why? Like, for real, like, don't lie to me. Like, why did you do it? You calling me a liar? I wanted to bring you back out. If this is the truth, and this is <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I know I'm playing a lot. Of oh, that's for real. I gotta play like <laughs> max of frustration, bro. Like, I wanted to do it again. Like, if this is the truth, and this is not, what do we call it? You feel me? Like. And I'm just like, you know, I told him like, no, nah, bro, I'm giving you an opportunity to tell me the truth. Are you going to tell me the truth? Then he was like, if you call me a liar, we end confession here. And I was like, all right, I'm gone. Like at this point, there's no point keep talking to you. There, there's no point. Like I don't care at the church. I'm gonna take my L and leave. 
pick my ball up, go to New Court. <laughs> I, it wasn't a point he went back and forth with that man, so that's what I did. I, I went, I went to my homeboy who actually, he was actually doing something on the other side of the property. But that was awkward, bro. That was awkward. I walk out the front door, he's nowhere to be seen. I'm like, oh, I got kicked out. Where he at, bro? Then he was on the other, he was on the other other part of the property to walk over there, and then the dude was like, hey, James, you go this way. And I'm just like, I know he's in his car down here. So I keep walking. He like James. You gotta go this way. I'm just like, man. I know you see this car, James. I'm like, bro. My rod's down there. <laughs> I said my rod's down there. Dang, bro. Like I'm just like, I know you see this car. I know you see where I'm walking. Dude, it, it's kind of funny because my the person I was with, they <laughs> they were doing something at the time, and so the whole time he was watching us while my he was doing he was. <laughs> And so we got we got in the car and left, and he went back inside. Like, what, what, what I'm gonna do? What, what, what you think? You, you want to break into the car building or something? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, bro. Like honestly, I, like I got in the car. The first thing uh, my homeboy said to me he was like, "You seem much more calm than the last time y'all met." I was like, honestly. I saw it coming. This ain't the first time. This is the second. <laughs> uh, talking about some, I, I'm two for two. Uh, I'm two for two. This, this ain't the first, the second time. I saw it coming. Honestly, like I told him. I said it was. It was a relief. It, it, it's a relief. I, it was time for me to to, to to move on. And they forced my hand for that. I'm, I'm actually grateful for that. And so, much like Isaiah, I sent him a message before we, because Isaiah asked me to do this podcast. Come on, tell my story. I said I'll pray about it. Yeah, he did. He um, did say he prayed about it and took him. But it took me about six, seven hours. Yeah. So he, he called me that morning. I didn't get back to him like yeah. that night. And so, because I, I believe, you know, I, I got to pray about what I what I do for what I do, especially something like that. I'm gonna make sure I, I'll make sure I get that right. And so, when I made up my mind to do it, I, I, I texted him and I said, not Isaiah, but the dude. And I was like, look, that you can reply or not. That's up to you. I most likely won't reply to you. I said this message will be screenshot just in case I ever need the receipts. Now, with that being said, I want to make one thing clear. I will be talking about what happened. I chose not to at first because I was still there and y'all hated me talking about experiences from years ago. So I couldn't imagine what you would say for, about something from a couple months ago. So I refused at first, but that's no longer an issue since I've been banished, kicked out, exiled, or whatever you want to call it. I want to put this in text so nobody can lie and say my goal is to hurt the church because that, that is absolutely not my goal. I don't want to hurt that church or anybody inside that church. I was a member there 16 years, so I got nothing but love for that church. So I want to make sure that it's in text form so nobody can lie on my name anymore that's already been lied on. So I'm going to operate by the same rules I did last time, which is not use any names nor mention the church's name either. Now, I already know that you still feel as though I make the church look bad because people know who I'm talking about. And it's probably true that people do know who and what church I'm talking about. But I put all caps. I do not make the church look bad. Y'all actions make the church look bad, not me. It's just like the last episode that you took offense to. Um, uh, so never... We never said names, but I made the church look bad when all I did was speak about my experience in the youth group, which were relevant to the topic at hand. So that means that you believe my experiences were bad, which in turn makes the church look bad. But how is that my fault? I asked so many questions because <laughs> I was told to question everybody, no matter their role, because when you don't, you end up like those people with Jim Jones drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said, y'all preach and teach accountability, but don't want to be accountable for y'all actions as a staff. And that's not my fault. I'll be the first to admit I'm wrong and apologize. And I've done it many times this year because I have no problem writing my wrongs and being accountable for my actions. But I'm not going to apologize if I did nothing wrong. I want to end this message on a positive note by saying thank you for kicking me out or whatever term you want to use to define it. I said, I'm not being sarcastic or petty, but I believe God closed that door at blank for me months ago and I was stalling for whatever reason. So God created the necessary circumstances for me to move on so I can actually grow spiritually and reach my full potential. I said, I wish y'all the best because blank is a great church, but it's not from it's not for everyone. And I'm one of those people it's not for and that's perfectly fine. It is. I, was, I said a piece of advice I do have though is blank should be captain because <laughs> because their love for those blank kids <laughs> and the connection they have with them is unrivaled. I know my advice doesn't matter, especially on something like that, but I had to say it. Yeah, yeah. the blank part, yeah, he wasn't cussing. He just, just Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say, the, uh, say her name. Yeah, it's not like cussing, but he wasn't cussing. No, no, I, I, I don't want to say the, 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 the name. But honestly, I end up saying on a positive note because I I don't I don't want to hold no bench so hard about it. I, honestly, I'm not. Like I said, I truly believe that it was time for me to to, to pack, up my, pack up my ball and go to a different court. And uh, they forced my hand, and honestly, I'm happy for it, and uh, I'm gonna see what God got next. I'm going to my next chapel. That, that, that's my last chapel. I'm gonna move on to the next. So yeah. I made sure to end that on a joking, more of a fun note, just to let it let them know, like, bro, I don't, I don't really hold no hatred against y'all. It's what it is, bro. Like yeah. at this point, I ain't surprised. So and I, like and like I said, I don't hold no hatred against y'all. Am I upset and mad at the fact that because hatred and madness is two different things. I feel like the stuff he was doing was out of malice and was out of hatred. You say you love somebody and then you lie on their name like that and and do and and lie on their name like that and then when we confront you about it, you sit there and lie again. You know, where's the accountability? And this is where I talked about in Lordship on the episode, and this is why I do the episode, is because these these type of situations which you deal with Lordship and control. And like I said on my video reason why they did what they did because they couldn't control me no more so then the only thing they could have done is ban me on off a of property hey dog gonna ban me off of, off a of church property that i don't even attend no more now what's up with that <laughs> so so basically that's what they did um but like i said like you know i i still love the people there that have invested in my life that impacted my life but i felt like y'all need to know the truth um Look, by all means, I'm not out here to do malice, but, I, but I'm out here to give the truth. And since they want to sugarcoat things and make their image look good and 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 keep a good image before the congregants and not be honest before their congregants and make accusations behind a pulpit, such as disassociate yourself from people that uh, despise what you're doing. Look, I, the only thing I despise, look, I never despise y'all doctrine. Mind you, I never got ticked out because of doctrine. I never got taken taken out of ministry because of doctrine. I never got taken out of uh, uh, ministry because I didn't stand on the King James. I stand on King James. I'm King James only. I never got taken out because for uh, for not standing on the fundamentals of the faith or Baptist thing. I never got ticked out on those things. I never got ticked out on doctrinal issues. I got ticked out of ministry because of a point a biased point of view that was a bias towards their point of view. So that lets me know if you don't align with their politics, then you're gonna get shunned. 
If you don't line with what they feel that's right or their preferences, you're going to get kicked out. That's what it said. And, 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 and I'm going to be honest with you. On the outlook of looking at this, Jane was just only a a, a prime example for anybody else that associated with me. They're going to end up just like James. I'm going to read you something that a guy sent me. Because I, I told a, a friend of mine about this. And I showed him uh, the video, which I'm not going to post it publicly. But I did show him the video of what was said behind that pulpit. And this is what he said. I'm not going to say his name. He said, uh, he said, well, here's the thing. People like him use controlling narcissistic language to try to alienate everyone from each other. It is how the Amish will shun their own children for disagreeing with the church bishop. It is where the head guy in charge doesn't know how to lead. He only knows how to manipulate that. How That's how they talk. Once you're alienated from the group, they that controlling leading um, leading will brainwash everyone into thinking they can't even say hi to you on the street, or they hate you. They hate they hate God to you, or they hate or they hate God too, um, and they'll be kicked out as well. Normal people don't act like this. They'll even convince everyone else that. If they don't see see you in their their church every every Sunday, that either number one you're backslidden, number two you're rebelling, number three not going to church at all, number four are a wolf trying to sow discord. The question you have to ask, and this is where he gave my advice. He's, the question you have to ask yourself: Do you care what they think? If the if the answer is no, then drop it, forget it. And never mention it again. That's how you overcome. Now, do I care about what they think? No, but do I care about the fact that they lied? Yes, and that's why I made this this whole series. And this is going to probably be a three-part series. But I just wanted to... Our main goal tonight was to give our truth. Tell the full truth, nothing but the truth. We warned these people about it. We told them about it. And, you know, quite frankly, I'm not going to promote anybody leaving the church. I'm not going to do it. That's between you and God at the end of the day. For me personally, I wouldn't want to be in an environment that's controlling. I don't. I wouldn't want to be in an environment that wants to lie on people's name just to protect their image. And this should, to be honest with you, it should show you something. Are they really in it for ministry or are they in it for money? <clears throat> that's just my controversial statement. If you're truly in it for ministry, you would be honest and you would live by what you say. Not, not sit here and lie on people's name. So that's that's all I gotta say, James. You wanna say anything? Uh, all I gotta say is I don't reiterate. I don't got no problem. I don't got no problem on being in my heart against that church. It's a good church. Uh, it's for some people. It is. It, it, it it's it's for some people. I was talking to somebody earlier today. They were telling me they want to leave the church, and I was like, I don't I don't recommend that. Actually, you know what? I'm going to read it word for word just so we don't have no issues. I don't want no issues here. Okay. I said, I don't I don't recommend ever leaving the church unless God is leading you out of that church. Because if you make it based on how you feel, that won't end well. 
I say, and if for any reason you do feel like God is leading you, leading you out of that church, I say you got you have to step step out by faith and just trust God on where to go. And then I, I told her, I, uh, I said, I knew when I came back uh, last year that I, I wouldn't be there long. I said, I could just feel it. And God made it clear months ago. It was time to move on, but I couldn't do it. So he did it for me. I said, but please do not leave unless God leads you out. Amen. And so, like, like I say, guys, like this, this is not the hurt the church. This is not the destroy the church. But when you have people like this that want to lie on people's names and stuff like that, let me be honest with you. I would never came out here or said anything if nobody was lying. If nobody wasn't lying on my name, I wouldn't be out here making this today. I'll just let it go and mind my business. But no, the fact that you got to lie, the fact that you got to literally lie on Jane's name and go make round calls, all this would never happen. All of this would never happen. I would say this to people is that stay there. If it's God will for you to be there, stay there. Nobody's trying to hurt or destroy this church. People are just, for me personally, it was just a personal conviction. That I feel like I need to go. With them, their main issue is they just care about their image. They just care about their, their performance-based religion. They just care about what looks good to them on the outside. That's all it is about, living up to a perfection. Well, what does your heart say? So, no, I, for me personally, you know, do I see them living up to perfection? No, I don't. I don't see them living up to what they preach. You know, if you if you're not if you're lying on people's name, that that's not living by what you preach. That, that no no ounce, no bit. But for me, I, I just don't. I'm not gonna sit here and let somebody lie on my name like that and think they can get away with it because they got more power than that than I do. So. You know, it is what it is. And I'm just going to say this. If you're going into ministry, don't be like people like this. Go into ministry if God truly put it on your heart. But don't sit there and manipulate and abuse your power the way these people do it. Don't do it. And I'm not talking to my former church. I'm talking to my audience that do watch this Facebook. Don't do it. Don't be like them. You be better than them. One thing the modern churches do got under control is how to treat people. It's true. They know how to love people and they know how to treat them. And they don't control them either. And I'm going to say this. There are some good IFB churches that are out there that are good. And they're out there to serve. And they're out there to help people and witness to people. I've been in those good IFB churches. I'm in one now, to be honest with you. And I'm happy and I'm proud. Where I'm happy where I'm at. And God has really blessed me in a great mighty way. So this is nowhere near to hurt the church. But this is to get my truth. And that's it. You know, um, we're not going to have no intro. We're not going to have no outro because this is really wasn't um, an episode. But this is really just to give our truth. It's going to be posted on social media, all social media platforms such as, well, hold on. This is going <laughs> to be uploaded on YouTube, uh, Facebook. Spotify, uh, any other podcast platform is going to be uploaded. And so, this is just to give our truth out. James, is there anything for you to say? No. No? Well, that's it, guys. And um, I know it's going to be long. It's going to be put in three parts. Yeah, because three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> it is 2 a.m. right now. Yeah, so. 
uh, like I said, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. And uh, y'all have a blessed day. Well, blessed night. Peace.